In 2021, Talk About It Outdoors partnered with an industry-leading brand that has stamped its name on the outdoor industry. Cruiser Saddles in itself stands on perfection, and with every climb we make, we elevate ourselves above the rest. In addition to a support to our hunting journey, the men and women behind Cruiser believe in the same principles of life as us. Faith, family, and the blessings of being better as they go in every sit. If your desire to pursue your passions one step ahead of the rest, go ahead and get in the best. Check them out on all the socials or head over to their website at www.cruiser.com. That's C-R-U-Z-R.com. And tell them to talk about it outdoors, boys, and Chasing Weekends sent you their way. The journey of life has a unique way of being able to create tried and true friendships as we go. In forming those relationships, oftentimes good things come to follow. Talk About It Outdoors is proudly supported by Cal Hardy of Arrowhead Land Company. Cal is the leading broker over Georgia and is happy to assist you with finding the place where you can call home. With vast knowledge and an understanding of the ever-evolving real estate market and a unique old-school approach to everything he does, he exemplifies what it means to treat others like you'd want to be treated. Don't settle for being just another number in a phone. Choose Cal Hardy for all your land, home, and commercial real estate needs and become a part of his family. We sure are blessed to have him as a part of ours. Find him on Facebook, Instagram, or give him a call at 770-296-2163. Step back to the times when a feed store was more than just that, and the people inside smiled with friendly faces and provided a place for a talk on life, as well as all your essential farm, livestock, and pet needs. Cherokee Feed the Seed located in Ball Ground, Georgia, with an additional location in Gainesville, are the hometown supplier of all your cattle, equine, and pet needs, with the added addition of being able to keep your deer herd healthy with protein and minerals. They also carry an assortment of hunting blinds and gear, and you can rest easy knowing the people that support local ball clubs and children's sports are who your hard-earned money is going to. The people here greet you with a handshake and a smile, and Cherokee Feed and Seed give more than just a product. They give you a welcome that'll make you return time and time again. Stop in next time you're in the area and tell them you're part of the Talk About It Outdoors family. A few years back, when an overbearing and overgrown backyard became an eyesore, I looked for a solution to resolve. LRS Land Services created a stunning and complete transformation turnkey at an affordable price with their mulching services. Not limited to mulching, LRS can provide turnkey grading and clearing, maintenance, right-of-way clearing, and even development for any and all forestry needs. With an innovative outlook on what is best for your land and a completely different approach than others, LRS can transform your overgrown eyesore into a beautiful landscape of your dreams. Give them a call at 404-889-1105 or check their work out on Facebook at LRS Land Services. Logan and his team are ready to make your land brand new again. Building the foundation of your life starts at the base, and the stronger it is, the better. 
Talk About It Outdoors is proud of our strong partnership with United Concrete and Paving and the foundation of support they provide. Whether your new home being built needs concrete work or that driveway you're tired of beating all the bearings from your pickup needs a paving, Michael and his team can provide any residential or commercial project support you might need from the ground up. If you're tired of tripping over that unsettled patio slab or a future shop build needs a smooth start, United Concrete and Paving can get you going when you need it most. Give them a call at 404-831-3036 and make sure you tell them them TAI boys are where you heard it first. Nichols, you ready? Let's do it. All right, everybody, talk about it outdoors live in the Wilkes' studio. Full house here tonight, and there's more jabs being thrown than in a Roy Jones Jr. fight. We having all kinds of fun circling up on turkey season. Hey, some kills went down that y'all ain't heard about yet, and I promise you, you're going to want to hear about them. Nicholas, I can't wait to talk about it, son. Pull up a chair and sit a while. We're going to have some fun. There's probably a lot of people listening to this that don't even know who Roy Jones Jr. is. <laughs> probably not. Uh, I get that. He's, he's an old school fighter, ain't he? Real he was, old school. Yeah, but he said was, Mike Tyson. Yeah, Mike Tyson. Well, Mike knocked somebody out on a plane the other day. So. Did you see Did him? He? I seen a video yes, of him on a reel. He was punching this guy. Oh, yeah, uh, underneath the arms. He's like, Mike, Mike, calm yeah, down. Yeah. Mike, I'm, I'm, I'm in the zone. I'm in the zone. <laughs> <laughs> not even close to that voice. Well, whatever, you know. <laughs> Are you DJing at Bonnaroo or something? Getting ready? You got one headphone on. Well, I'm, one here. I'm trying to find a sound over here, putting a video together too. So, hey, multitasking, Multi. multitasking at its best. Everyone, thanks for coming back and being with us again. Turkey season has came and not gone yet, but it's winding on down. And I tell you, there's been some, there's been some hammers. A lot of inches. A lot, a lot of, inches. of inches of spurs and beards. These boys gonna have to get out and trap some coons and nest predators for all the. Birds are taking, aren't they? Well, hey, I'm, I'm doing my part when it comes to that. <laughs> <laughs> we won't talk about that, but uh, I can tell you what, an epic weekend uh, that Nick and I had at the KT team circling up on turkey season. You know, we try to go down there and spend time with them. If you haven't already, go over to our Instagram, check out the knife giveaway from RP Scritchfield we got going on. Got to spend time in camp with Carrie and Jason, we did a little recap on that. The highway miles, a little bit of a different spin. Why did we sound like robots on that second one? It was both of us. I noticed that today. Dude, I, my sinuses are so bad, I sound like one of those people interviewing the cartel. Yeah, well, they, we both did. Yeah, that's what I sound I, my, my sinuses are messed up bad on there, and I'm sure it didn't help us driving down the road. But It was still a fun episode. I called you do. as soon as I heard it. I'm like, oh. <laughs> do it. That was a good time. Yeah, it was a great time. I feel like I have one of those things in my throat talking. Well, um, as turkey season has has not came and gone yet, but it's as it's progressed through the year, there's been a lot of fun had by a lot of people. Uh, we got some great friends that we're probably going to circle up this summer and hear how their adventures went. RP uh, Hunter Young's had an amazing season himself, and there's been a lot of people in our inner realm that's had a great season, uh, and I think the the three amigos sitting on the other side of the table, are, y'all are all tagged out, yeah? That's right, yep. Tell him you can talk, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. you can speak. Take that muzzle uh, off t- of him. Tell, <laughs> tell him, Tyler, let him, let him talk. He, you, you I'm take his muzzle. i the mic over a little closer to him. <laughs> well, uh, so 
I guess the question of the day is, whose idea was it to take the high five picture? <laughs> <laughs> that was a. Uh, that was actually... It was my idea. I'll admit to it. It was my uh, idea. Yeah, it sounded go. like a good idea at the time. <laughs> it finally, <laughs> okay. finally came out, didn't it, Caleb? Yep. Finally, came finally came out. I'll have to post that now after this episode. No, this will be the cover episode. This will be the cover of this episode, <laughs> the high-fiving of the turkey. So, Well, you know, turkey season is is coming more and more into the minds of people as being a, a team sport. It's a, it's a place for each and every one of us to go and hunt with people that we love spending time with. And this year, for the first time, you got to go and hunt with Cody. And Cody went and took a turkey himself. Uh, not very often that you get to do that mm-hmm. and, and call one in and, and harvest it. But take us right into it. I mean, we hadn't even got to hear about that bird yet. So I, I know that the video's dropped out. But Yeah, so I went in um, to a piece of property over by my house on a Friday evening. And, and I've hunted there for several years and had you know great success. Caden's had some success over there as well. And leading up to the season, we had saw multiple toms in the area. I mean, when I say multiple, I mean I saw nine gobblers at one time in a in a gentleman's field, uh, not not too far from where I hunt over there. But up until that, um, leading up to that weekend, I had been over there several times and not heard a single gobble. Actually, Nick and I took my daughter over there for youth weekend and dead silence desolate wasteland over there <laughs> i mean got me <laughs> nothing garhold nick <laughs> so I, I i slipped in there that friday evening um and with, without any success but I, I went in there just to try to mainly roost a turkey because i knew saturday was going to be an opportunity for me to go in there by myself which like you said i don't do often um but I went, I went in there you know didn't roost one no luck but i still decided to go that saturday morning and um, I started a long way f- from where I ended up harvesting the bird. And I was just kind of easing through the woods, listening, and nothing. I mean, it was dead silence, and I thought, well, here we go again. And I went all the way to the far corner of the property where I'd had some success in the past, and I finally one finally gobbled. And he was probably between four and 500 yards away. If I, It's hard to judge sometimes. You don't know which way they're facing and, you know, which they could be right over a ridge and it sounds like they're a mile away but they're really not and so i sat down it was the only bird i'd heard gobble so we was going to give it a try and once it got daylight and the world was waking up and everything i did call one time to him and he cut me off and i was like well he heard me and i think i said on the video i was like well he's he heard me he knew i'm here so let's just see what happened didn't think i was going to have any chance at that bird um, i knew where he originally wanted to go to this field and i was trying to pull him the opposite direction well lo and behold about 15 10 to 15 minutes later i hadn't heard him gobble again um, i knew he was probably on the ground by the time of the morning it was so i called again and he cut me off again and he was only probably 150 yards and i was like this joker's coming like he's he's coming and there's a road there that he can easily travel that comes down to the property line so i just sat there quietly and it wasn't probably three minutes after that gobble he literally came running i could see him running down the road off another gentleman's property towards the, right to where i was at and as you can see in the video he he comes all the way to the property line which given is probably about 65 yards from where i'm at and i didn't have a decoy out or any, anything like that and i wasn't calling anymore but 
you know, y'all can all attest to this. I mean, once a turkey hears you and they're under that 200-yard mark, however strangely their little minds work, they can pinpoint to within 20 yards of where that call came from. That's right. And he came right to the property line, looked exactly down in the in the set of woods I was in, and he just didn't see nothing. He didn't see anything. He didn't hear anything. And so he, he, he had no reason to come down there in the woods. So there was at one point in the – Part in the video, he actually came on the property I was on, and I could have I could have taken him there, but it was still a far shot, and like I said, it was really close to the property line, so I opted not to take the shot. He moved away from me, and so you're telling me that bird came across the property line <laughs> onto your property, and you didn't shoot it. It's probably 55 yards though. <sighs> I mean, and it was it was trust me, you can actually see it in the video if you watch. You hear me. <laughs> <sighs> like I'm, I'm putting pressure on the trigger, you know, three pound trigger. I probably had two pounds on it and, uh, <laughs> it was, it was close to making some noise there. But, um, I honestly, part of me thought too, that he was going to kind of circumvent where I was at and stay high. And he would have ended up about 40 yards and I could have shot him then, but he, he fought off the other ridge and I ended up calling at him, um, one more time and he gobbled, but he was. He was making tracks. I mean, he was just continuing to go the other way, and he ended up gobbling another time by himself, and he was another 150 yards away. So once that happened and I knew he had kind of moved off, I literally stood up and walked probably 60 to 70 yards to just get up on this little rise where I could just hear over the next ridge and just kind of relocate. And um, I'm kind of pinch-pointed right there where I'm hunting. So I get up there. And this has been probably 20 minutes or so. 20, 30 minutes has, has passed. And I call again with my, with my mouth call. Just not real, real loud, just call. And three different birds cut me off. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, this is the most birds I've heard. First day I've heard gobbles over here. Now the whole, wor- the whole world has woken up over here. The birds are back. So they, they gobble. And, and like I said, you don't know exactly how far they are, but they sound about 200 yards away. So I just sit down and, um, I sit down and I get all my stuff ready, my camera going and everything like that. And I call again and they gobble and they're in my face pretty much at this point. I mean, I hadn't even turned the camera on yet. I just kind of sit down and as I'm fixing everything, I just kind of call and they gobble again and they're are definitely coming. And so I sit there about three minutes elapse. And that's when I, ha- I already have the camera running and everything. And you can actually hear them. All three of the birds come, they come off this roadway and they come running up into the woods. And I knew because of where I was set up, there was a rise and I wasn't going to be able to see over the rise and see them coming. It wasn't like I was going to be able to see them for a long time. I knew that I was going to have to, like we've talked about me and Nick a lot, and like me and Alex have talked about a lot, just looking for that head to pop over that rise. And I was just scanning. I could hear them walking or hear them running up through there. And I was thinking, I know all three of your gobblers. The first head that pops over this hill <laughs> is is done. And that's exactly what happened. Um, I actually saw two of them kind of pop up at the same time. And I just was focused on the, the, the one that was just happened to be right in front of the gun. And he was probably about 15 yards and just looked over the hill and um, saw a big red head and pulled the trigger and – that son of a gun, I shot a little low because um, on that rise, and uh, 
some of the shot went kind of into the ground. But, I mean, it was, he kind of flopped down the hill, and I, you know, ran down there and got him. But ended up being my biggest bird if we're going off of, you know, uh, beard measurements and paintbrush. Of paint, beard. Yeah, paint <laughs> you think brush. it was that? You think it one of the ones was the same one that came up? No, on your begin. No, no, because actually, after after I shot, um, the other two kind of putted and um, you know ran off, mm-hmm. and he gobbled again, mm-hmm. and he was a, a ways away at that point. Mm-hmm. So um, no, I, I don't think it was the same one. Those birds, they ran, they ran down to the right and. But they were just as big. I mean, they were giant gobblers. But he had 11-inch beard and I believe, I don't remember exactly what I thought, I think uh, a 1-inch spur and a 7-8-inch spur. So, I mean, just a good – So, I the mean, birds are doing good in that area for sure. Yeah, they're, as far as health-wise goes. I mean, and the one, you can see it on the video. I don't zoom in quite as far as I wish I could have because I was – but um, they um, that one that came in that I didn't shoot, he had a – he had a pretty good rope on him too, and and I think he I think actually he's probably the dominant bird there because he was by himself. Um, he was ex- extremely aggressive running in the way he did, and those other three were I mean, they were still running together. So we talked about this earlier. How's the hens over there? I mean, have you seen many hens where you've hunted? I should ask. Um, <clears throat> I have not seen many hens. No, I saw I've seen a couple with Tyler. And seven hundred forty thousand with Alex, but um, <laughs> but no, everywhere else I've hunted, I've hunted with you. Um, you know, Katie and I have been together. I have not seen Crazy any hens it. at all, or heard any. Something we gotta be thinking about. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, so you know that that was an awesome hunt. Like I said, I I didn't, um, you know, I wasn't with. I, I really enjoy hunting with other people, um, but it was it was it's always nice to go back by yourself and kind of hunt the way you want to. You don't have to worry about making somebody mad if, or being aggressive or not being aggressive or moving when you want to. So it felt good to be able to, and it's always nice to, to call on a turkey by yourself and know like, okay, I can still do this. You know, like I can still trick one every now and then, but this, that morning they were hot. I was walking out and, and there was one gobbling his head off the entire time I was walking out just two ridges over just bah, bah, over and over so but yeah that was that was it that was the hunt so what was the date you killed that one on i think it was may 4th when did you kill yours caleb uh i killed one on thursday one on friday it was well hell what day <laughs> another day so i think it was uh except for yours monday was on saturday. Was never good. yeah i killed mine on saturday so if he killed his on the fourth i killed mine the second and third well let's back up because we know cody you tagged out let's back up and get on caleb's real quick yeah tell us how yours unfolded this was the first one you killed right yeah, the you first is this? on April twenty eighth. Oh, here 28th. we go, boys. Get ready. <laughs> yeah, it was, two, it was a week prior. It was the week yeah, prior. The week yeah. prior. That's yeah. right. Okay, is this the one that you didn't invite Tyler on? You went by yourself. <laughs> this is the one. <laughs> I actually worked a double on Wednesday, so Thursday morning I got off at five a.m. Went home, slept for one hour, got up, got in the woods at like six forty-five, and I didn't even hoot out nothing. Just got in there and started calling, and I had. Uh, Two or three does come across the hill, start eating leaves off the trees. So I video them. Well, then I with your phone? No, with the camera. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm thinking, okay, well the wind's blowing right to them, so I'm thinking they're about to blow. 
And uh, sure enough, they walked over the ridge, and they started blowing. Yeah. Well, whenever they did, just a few minutes later, I heard a hen start uh, cutting. And I was like, well, okay. So I started purring a little bit on the call, pot call. Well, she come over the hill, and I'm looking for her, and I can't see her until she gets to the creek. And I'm watching her get the camera turned on her, start videoing her. And then all of a sudden, here comes, I mean, just a flock of turkeys. And there's four or five gobblers, four or five jakes. And I'm like, oh, my God. Well, there's two of them that's got ropes. I mean, they're Did you know those birds were over there? No, I mean, I had uh, pictures prior of gobblers and a couple of like two jakes, but not that many at one time. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God. Two of them's got ropes. So I'm trying to get on one of them and shoot them, but their heads are crossing. So they're crossing. They're side by side. Well, finally, some of the other gobblers are going to cross the creek and get on my side of the creek. Well, the big gobbler that I end up shooting uh, opens his wings and kind of scares them back from the creek, and they didn't go across. Well, finally, they separated just far enough, and I shoot, drop the big gobbler, and when the other big gobbler jumps across the creek on my side, I turn the camera on him, start videoing him, so if somebody would have been with me, they could have easily pulled a double with me. And then I watched the other turkeys go up. <laughs> what you, you say, Tyler, when and he then, said that? Yeah. So, I mean, literally, there's the gobblers, the other gobblers go run up the hill, so I turned the camera back on them. i start one. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try to start one, boy. Get your stick out, Nick. Good I'm stirring. Stir, I'm stirring. We got a big pot right here. So I ended up, left the camera running. I got out of the blind, crossed the creek, got the turkey, walked back over there, did the clothes and everything on the camera and everything, and then – Drove up there to Jasper, and they was still at the gym, <laughs> so I got to show Tyler the turkey, and he got to take pictures and everything. So, Where'd you take pictures at? At the- Anytime Fitness in Jasper, <laughs> in the field, outside the gym or whatever. So. Bet they were like, look at them rednecks <laughs> over there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. guarantee you. Oh, yeah. And then, in Jasper. So. Yeah. All, right, let, all right. I'm not trying to stir the pot, but I want to know a little bit. You boys hunt together a lot, and everybody knows this. Have my back, Alex. Don't laugh at me. I'm waiting on you to spit it, so I got you back like a sweater. Tyler, what do you think when he shot a bird? I was pretty happy for him, <laughs> but 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 of course I knew he was going hunting that morning. Um, Did he ask you? No, no. <laughs> he said no. He said no. <laughs> kind of put swapping his leg under the table. Let the boy speak. Yeah. Uh, oh, for everybody that don't know, let's rewind here for just a second. This duo here is probably been the funnest thing about this. Bringing them on board with us has been picking on them about their relationship and how good of friends they are. So if you think we're picking on them, I'm sorry. You just don't know the relationship. So carry on, Tyler. Keep keep chopping that wood, son. Yeah. Chopping down. So that so that was on Thursday. That was that on you, Thursday. You killed that bird. And then Friday, uh, Thursday night, I actually went over to Tyler's house. We watched the video and everything of me shooting the turkey. And uh, we're talking about that. And he said, I ain't going to get a hunt in the morning because I got to be at work early. And I said, okay. I said, well, I ain't going to get a hunt either because Brittany said we got a bunch of stuff to do. <laughs> and I said, so I ain't going to get a hunt Brittany's either. Brittany's his other wife. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, That's the one he's legally married to. Yeah. So Friday morning <laughs> rolls <quotes>. around. <laughs> Friday morning rolls around, and I get up at 5 o'clock. So I text Brittany. She works night shift. And I was like, hey, I said, what time do I have to be back at the house? She said, 8.15 is when I get home. That's when we're leaving. And I was like, okay, so let me hunt somewhere close by the house. And she's like, if you can be back by 8.15, that's perfectly fine. I said, okay. 
So I get up, get ready. I'm like, I ain't going to call Tyler and wake him up and wake Rhea up and all that. So I just got the camera ready, put the new lens on the camera and everything, and grab my gun, go get in the Jeep, take off up the road, get to the spot that I'm going to hunt. And it's already breaking daylight a little bit. And uh, I end up looking in the back of the Jeep. The camera's not there. So I was like, okay, well, I got my GoPro. It's not the end of the world. I'll video with it. So I take off up the hill across this pasture and get up there, do a hoot out. Whenever I did, I wasn't ex- expecting to really hear anything. And I heard two gobble right off down in the holler. So I uh, started videoing that. And then who down again, they gobbled again. So I went ahead and sat up, and there's a barbed wire fence there in front of me about 12 yards. And I'm thinking, well, I know he owns both sides, and I got permission for both sides of the fence. And there's actually a down spot in the fence where the barbed wires broke. So I just sat up against the tree right there and get my GoPro out, and guess what? It's dead. So I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, can so, you be any less prepared? I know. And I was like, I well, know who carries the camera and does all the work now. I was like, <laughs> well, I was like, well, I guess it's going to be like the old days, just video my cell phone if I can. Well, I'm sitting there making a video talking about me for, you know, the battery dead in my camera. And as I'm making that video and I'm talking, uh, the gobblers gobble again and they're getting closer. I just got through calling. So they're getting closer to me. Well, I was like, I better turn this camera off and get ready. Well, I'm getting ready, and all of a sudden, it sounds like the woods falling apart. So I thought the horses was coming into the <laughs> in the woods with me because there's horses in that pasture behind me. I look over my shoulder. I'm deaf in one ear, so I'm looking around trying to figure out where the noise is coming from. And all of a sudden, I look over to my right, and they're coming straight at me, four long beards just a running. I mean, a beeline right to me. So I turned my phone back on, and you can hear it in the video. Them just, I mean, tearing the woods up. And then all of a sudden, you see a red head pop up, and it's on the right-hand side of the pine tree. My gun's on the left-hand side. As soon as he clears that pine tree, I pull the trigger and shoot. Well, I ain't worth the crap out of mouth call. So I just put my mouth call in, and I stand up, and I nearly choke on that mouth call. <laughs> and, I mean, I make the awfulest I mean, calling on that thing. Kind of give us an example of what it sounds like. <laughs> but them turkeys, the other three gobblers, was standing right there with my turkey. And, I mean, just gobbling up a storm. So, everything, I mean, I was just calling, yop, 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 yop. And them turkeys, just, I mean, <laughs> they was freaking gobbling their heads off. Well, finally, they started putting, and they walked up the next ridge. They just stood over and watched me. So, if somebody would have been with me, they could have shot a turkey. If somebody would have called, somebody <laughs> might would have been over there with you. Yeah, I ain't but, killed a turkey yet this year. Yeah. What about me? But what was crazy, though, is I killed that turkey, and I, I tried calling Tyler. I always call Tyler first to tell him, and he didn't pick up the phone. So I called Cody and talked to Cody, and I think it was like 6.55. I mean, literally, they flew down and came running straight to me. I think it was 6.55 yeah, when I called him. early, yeah. And then had a turkey, so... I didn't have the turkey cleaned and everything. I was sitting there at the house, cleaned up, ready to go whenever she got home. Yeah. And I said, did you? Yeah. Did you get excited? Uh, oh, don't wait. Hey, well, hang on. Don't <laughs> go there yet. Don't get there yet. Yeah, don't, get to, don't get ahead of the story. <laughs> oh, We're Lord. getting there to. Caleb, do you, and I know this isn't going to be a real long episode, but has this been one of the best turkey seasons you've ever had? Oh, yeah. This has been a good one. I mean, the beards, well, the first turkey was for sure a man, that turkey was. I mean, it had a 10-and-a-half-inch beard, 
thick beard too, and it had an inch and a quarter spurs. And then the second turkey I killed, I mean, it was just first in line. The other one behind it was just as big as the one I killed. But he had 11-inch beard and an inch and an eighth spurs on it. So, I mean, it was a good bird too. But I put all the feet next to each other, and the first turkey's just dwarf. It's unreal the feet size on that turkey. Good to know. Good to know. Well, sounds like y'all have had a fun year. Do you think? Let me ask you this real quick before we get into the to, to the is he down? Is he down? Story. <laughs> um, do you think this year? You know, really, y'all came in before turkey season got started with us, and this is a question for you and Tyler. Do you think it's changed your mindset a little bit being part of this this podcast and being part of this group hunting in the spring? Do you think it's made it more fun to be oh, yeah. to experience yeah, it with different people? Yeah, that's awesome. Definitely ramped. What if I said no? <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Get out. You're done. Nah. You're done. You're not that guy, pal. You're yeah. not that guy. What if I said, no, not really. We we kind of been doing this before. <laughs> well, they have been hammering on turkeys for a long time, but I don't know. I, thought, I didn't think about it. We that. get a little bit more laid back on these, don't we? <laughs> we do. We do. I love it. <laughs> uh, well, uh, without further ado. Um, on to the hand, Hody. <laughs> <laughs> don't be jealous don't no, be jealous that's the most jealous person you and me plus two or three I thought that said pin hody it said hand hody <laughs> hand holding that's a hand hody project oh, that will be a shirt oh, that'll yeah. be a t-shirt oh yeah yeah. <laughs> high five productions uh, oh, who boy. invited who so Cody it was Monday night. Monday Did he afternoon. invite himself? I heard Cody invited he himself. That's kind of what I heard. That he is kind of what I heard. Hey, man, I really don't want to go to my spot. But. <laughs> I hear you got turkeys over here. We can go try my spot. <laughs> let's, right. let's rewind to, to when Caleb messed up yeah, our first time. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I was going to rewind so, that. <laughs> we got on that, boys. Yeah. Remember that. <laughs> I'll, I'll go through this pretty quick. So, so Tyler was kind of a few weeks prior, before, ta- before Caleb tagged out by himself without calling Tyler, he um, – they were they were going over to a spot that that Tyler had, and I said, "Man, I'd love to come along and just and film." And uh, he's like, "Yeah, man, come I'll on." Bring my gun, but I, you know, I no, no. Tyler, Tyler insisted I that I bring my gun. gun, but you can ask him. I left it laying at the tree when I was following Caleb on his mission. So um, we go over there that morning, and uh, we set up wrong on these birds. Long story short, who made that decision? Um, it was Tyler and I really is the I one. I appreciate you putting the blame on me. No, I think it was, it was Caleb's fault. No, well, actually. that that part wasn't. <laughs> the, this uh, this field we were hunting, you either had to choose the right side or left side. There was no going back and forth between once you got there um, in a good manner, so yeah. to speak. And we set up on the right side because that's where they sounded like they were. Well, you know, echoes are a you know <laughs> son of a gun sometimes. So we were wrong. And the, the turkeys ended up being on the left side, and and we were trying to get Caleb's attention. Hold, Caleb, hold on one second, Bethany. I got it on. I got it on recording that he admitted he was wrong. So I'll make sure you send that. <laughs> yeah, I'll send, send, that send that to send you. Send that to her. Yeah, I, I got She'll it. She'll play it on repeat on the on the radio at the house. Um, so Tyler and I had, you know, once the turkey started moving away that morning, we we had talked like, man, we need to get Caleb went on this. <laughs> mission he wanted to be so much like tyler because tyler crawled that turkey this year and caleb's like man i gotta i gotta do the same thing tyler did so he goes on this like i'm gonna crawl through this brush i'm gonna cross this creek and i'm gonna crawl these turkeys well it almost worked almost <laughs> almost but it doesn't work a lot of times so 
he, um, me and Tyler were thinking, man, if we could get him back here, we could circle around on these turkeys. Well, once we got Caleb's attention, it it just didn't work out, and it was it was, uh, you know, essentially nobody's fault really. We're just punching jabs, but um, we knew that if we had a chance to get back over there, and those turkeys did the exact same thing, we could kill those birds. So Caleb's tagged out. Tyler's killed a bird. I've killed a bird at this point. And Tyler said, man, how cool would it be if we could double up and tag out? And and I was like, man, that's that's up to you. It's your, it's your property. I told him, I was like, you know, I've, I'd love to go over there, you know, with you. You know, what? I t- and I told him, and he'll, he'll vouch for me. I said, I'd love to go there and just film you. And he's like, if you come over here and don't bring a gun, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> yeah. And I said, okay, fair enough. So we decided, we didn't know which morning that week we were going to hunt. We were going to go in before work one morning and just hunt for a couple hours. And if nothing happened, nothing happened. So I believe it was on a, I believe we went over there, what was it, a Monday? I think it was Tuesday. Tuesday. I think it was Tuesday morning. Yeah, because I called him Monday and I said, listen, I said, there's a, it's supposed to rain tonight. And I said, if it rains tonight, I said, more than likely those, to- those turkeys are going to want to go to that field in the morning to dry off. It was my, like, thinking. And Tyler's like, man, you're probably right. So we said, all right. I said, all right, I'll meet you over there in the morning. We'll go. Well, it ended up only raining, like, maybe sixteenth of an inch that night. I mean, it was nothing. But we decided to, you know, still go try it. So we go down there, walk down before daylight. We get there. We're waiting. And sure enough, just like the script was wrote, they gobbled in the exact, I mean, I think they were in the exact same I trees. Think so too. I mean, that is where they were when we went over there with Caleb. So we go out there and we sat down. Uh, we get we get closer than, you know, uh, we'd originally planned, but we got, we were still within, we we're still 200 yards from them probably. And uh, so they're just gobbling their heads off on the, on the tree. And we, and we don't know how many there are. We know there are at least two. And uh, they're just cutting each other off, gobbling like crazy. Once we get set up, um, Tyler calls a little bit on the pot call, and he just does some light tree uh, clucks, really. Yeah. Um, and we we think they, they cut us off. We're like, you know, because he's not calling real loud, but right when he's done, they, they gobble. We're like, I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's an answer, you know. And we're sitting there, and I'd already told Tyler, I said, we're not going to do the one, two, three count thing. I was like, that never works. Like somebody, I've done it too many times coyote hunting. Like either both miss or, you know, get off count, whatever. I said, you shoot. I said, if it works out and I get a shot after the fact, great. And he's like, deal. So send it. Send it. <laughs> so I actually see one of the birds fly down and land in the field. But when it lands in the field, I, it, I lose it. I told him, I was like, there's a bird just flew down. And I think he might have gobbled one time I think on the so. ground. I think he did. And the other two, I think, answered him in the tree is mm-hmm. what we were hearing. And so eventually they all three make it down in the field, but we cannot see. I mean, this this field is probably knee-high in grass. And I don't think – I don't know if you ever called again with your pot I don't call. think I did. I called real – tried to call real lightly and throw it away from them one time. They didn't answer me, but I'm sure they heard it. But um, it was probably – it felt like 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it was probably seven minutes, if that. We um, – I just happened to look. I had to lean under and look under a tree limb that was hanging out over the field, and I just saw a head move through the grass, and I was like, turkey coming, turkey coming. 
And I didn't know what it was right then, but it took a few more steps, and I saw a red head. So I told him, I was like, you know, they're coming. Gobblers are coming. And keep in mind, and we didn't care. And people can say what they want. I don't care. <laughs> That's right. We saw turkeys coming. <laughs> we knew they were gobbling. We knew they had red heads. They were dying. That's what was happening. <laughs> hey, I love it. Dying. So, <laughs> Talk about it. <laughs> so, um, Jake I, I could see them for a long ways before, and Tyler couldn't because of his um, situation where he was sitting with a root up his butt. <laughs> yeah. 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 It wasn't, oh, his man. situation makes it sound like he's blind. <laughs> like, he didn't have his glasses on. He didn't have his glasses. <laughs> so once once the turkey finally got out in front of him and it, and it cleared everything and he could see it, you know, he I was filming and he said, you know, I, I can take it right there. And I was like, kill it. So he shoots, and, you know, his turkey drops. Well, there's two others with it, and uh, they immediately wrap their necks and just start fighting. And um, I'm at, so I've got the camera. Let me paint the picture for i got the camera between my legs on the tripod, and my gun's laying on the ground because my first process was to get the film and then worry about shooting. Yeah. So as them birds are fighting, I'm trying to get my gun, and I'm trying to swing the camera, and I'm trying to fight and purr with my mouth call, which ended up sounding like just a <laughs> elongated cat purr. But, um, it worked. Yeah. So I grab my gun, and they, these turkeys are close because they've, they've had their necks wrapped. And they separate by, I don't know, a, a foot and a half yeah. maybe. And... And I I went through the motion. I didn't want to make a bad shot because, for one, I've already I've already killed a turkey at this point. You can't kill three in Georgia anymore, and you can't kill two in the same day. Yep. So not wanting to be illegal in any means necessary. So I, I picked the right one out because it's the one I have a better shot on, and I actually hold to the right of that turkey just by a couple inches because I, I trusted my pattern. I knew my shotgun. I knew everything was going to be good, and and I shot, and he immediately hit i mean barely flopped and the other turkey ran away unscathed we actually saw that turkey fly in a tree and heard him gobble yeah. we were taking pictures so we're, we're we're pumped you know we're excited and and you know they're giving me crap because the <laughs> video. Clap Clap so because the video you know when i get excited and, and alex has heard it when he calls me and he kills a you know giant you know or whatever you know i'm excited for you i'm excited we for us pumped. and what I, did you say i said I don't remember what I, I said. Don't what, I don't remember. <laughs> no. I think I said, did that just happen? Yeah. Did that just happen? No. It was, that was too deep. <laughs> yeah, that was way too deep. <laughs> I don't care. I wouldn't yeah. trade it because, you know That's what? Right. I'll remember it forever. Somebody, so. had, somebody had his nads in a pair of ice grips when he was hollering. Just Daddy wasn't singing bass over there, son. Mama Mama sang it. So, oh, my goodness. But, no, they they were they were um they were probably two year olds. Oh yeah. I mean they had eight inch beards. Um what? <laughs> <laughs> O'Brien that's some that O'Brien measuring right there. That's some that O'Brien tape measuring right there. Uh, did you measure yours? I never did measure it. I, I'll measure one and get home and send it. I don't care. Longer than yours. <laughs> that, that is true. That's true. That is true. I killed Jake's over here, beards. Um well, but, and the, but the whole the whole grasp of the whole situation is is Tyler and Cody had never hunted together, and 
them to be able to go and do. I mean, it's pretty cool, and I would have busted a Jake if it come out on me. I mean, I'm I'm challenging to kill one now. We've been chasing that poor wore out old bird over at the house. That's all got tired of hearing turkey calls. So, um, yeah, don't skirt by that real quick. How about that big boy? What was it? Ten, twelve yards? Twelve yards. Twelve yeah, yards. Yeah, I'm standing right there looking at you. She bing boom. That's what it was. <laughs> Whack a mole. Yeah. Take a shot. Nope, missed it. That's gone. Yeah, me and Alex ended up in a precarious situation. This is what I was talking about earlier with seeing all the hens. You know, Alex. Listen, got- listen, listen. I don't mean to cut you short, but we've we've got to wait. We've got to save that <laughs> oh, yeah, story. We've got, we we got, got to save that story you, so. to the to the next uh, next realm. Hopefully, to tell the full. St- hopefully, yes. we we'll close that chapter before chapter. season's over with. So, um, you know, thanks for listening to this episode. It's a short one. It's just a fun one. Guys getting together, shooting the breeze. What we like to do. Gonna be more of these as summertime rolls into effect. I'm sure. And if you haven't, go over and watch the YouTube videos. You'll learn a little bit more about them, maybe. Yeah, a bunch more about them. There's a lot of oh, stuff yeah. coming out on YouTube. New videos so sure coming. Check it out. Um, then RP knives dropping. Um, KT team stuff. Gosh, so much, so much excitement. Nick's Idaho hunts dropping on YouTube soon. 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 So yeah. part one, and then to be continued part two. TBD. I love yeah. it. Well, cool. awesome. Hey, for everyone here at Talk About It Outdoors, we want to thank you for coming and being with us on this uh, little campfire series where we chew the fat and. Uh, Throw more jabs than Mike Tyson and Holyfield did. So, y'all come back and be with us again when you can. And remember, smile as you go, but don't forget, mount the memories. Don't burn. Building the foundation of your life starts at the base, and the stronger it is, the better. Talk About It Outdoors is proud of our strong partnership with United Concrete and Paving and the foundation of support they provide. Whether your new home being built needs concrete work or that driveway you're tired of beating all the bearings from your pickup needs a paving, Michael and his team can provide any residential or commercial project support you might need from the ground up. If you're tired of tripping over that unsettled patio slab or a future shop build needs a smooth start, United Concrete and Paving can get you going when you need it most. Give them a call at 404-831-3036 and make sure you tell them them TAI boys are where you heard it first. A few years back, when an overbearing and overgrown backyard became an eyesore, I looked for a solution to resolve. LRS Land Services created a stunning and complete transformation turnkey at an affordable price with their mulching services. Not limited to mulching, LRS can provide turnkey grading and clearing, maintenance, right-of-way clearing, and even development for any and all forestry needs. With an innovative outlook on what is best for your land and a completely different approach than others, LRS can transform your overgrown eyesore into a beautiful landscape of your dreams. Give them a call at 404-889-1105 or check their work out on Facebook at LRS Land Services. Logan and his team are ready to make your land brand new again. Are you in need of a decluttering barn or garage slap full of stuff you just don't need? Or is your construction site needing a dumpster? Give our buddy Tony at Georgia Junk and Dumpster Rental a call. With services ranging from junk removal to roll-offs, Georgia Junk is here to help with any and all removal needs. If it's time to get that parking spot back or the boat needs a place inside, Tony and his team can surely assist. 
servicing Cherokee, Cobb, Bartow, and surrounding counties, give them a call at 404-406-3501 or check them out on Facebook at Georgia Junk. Clean up the yard in short order with Georgia Junk. 